from like the the I New York fucking the, the Natural History Museum. Oh my god, we fucking caught him. You know what I mean? Like, so oh, how are you caught him? How are you? So if you go straight size, then you're going to be comparing rings to family er, to people who have family heirlooms. You are listening to the Dude Nature Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dude Nature Podcast. This is Noah. It is a remote edition. I'm in Bend, Oregon, trying to see if we should move here. Adam, where are you? I'm still in Mom's living room. I'm actually at the back table. I'm at the kitchen yep, table. And I, I'm just going to go and say it from the top of the program. This is definitely the second time doing the intro because we're on hour two of trying to get our remote call recording working. Yeah, I don't know what but you're talking you about. It's a labor of love. Yeah, labor. This is hour two. We're so used to it now that it just doesn't phase me, honestly. I knew when I woke oh, just, up this morning I was set up for just a, a three hours of frustration. I always think about the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, tell me about it. You know it. what I mean? It's like it's like it never just works. He has to like punch it it's so and like true. kick it. So true. You know what I mean? Like it never just goes into hyperspace. It's always like, is this going to go into hyperspace when you push it forward? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, what's your what's your gripe? I gotta say my whole gripe. I have a gripe about having to say my entire gripe over again, but I do think it's something that the people need to hear. So, what's your gripe? Are you gonna do the regripe? You're gonna do the regripe? I'm doing what's called the regripe. I'm gonna do a newer gripe. Uh, my gripe is, it's audio equipment is just really complicated. It's crazy. Uh, we have been doing this podcasting for like four or five years now in different forms, and Whatever just works seems to be the best. I still don't know what's happening. I don't. It's a know miracle. How it's like a. It's like you, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. It's a miracle how, when all the chords are right and we can actually get recording. How in an NBA game they somehow get sound that seriously. is not a pile of shit is beyond me. How did they set like, up the sound in all the Olympic stadiums is also how beyond can I me. fucking. Right. How can I get the sound of like the basketball players without just hearing someone like yelling about their hot dog? Well, <laughs> watch us. We're going to get a brand new mixer and that's it. That's going to be the whole problem. It was our fucking stupid mixer. <laughs> um, hey, I'm going to say so my gripe. OK, I'm going to say I'm going to say it again. But I do I do think that it's worth sharing because mm-hmm. um, I think it's this probably the strangest. It's one of the strangest human situations I feel like that a humans ever had to deal with. Mm-hmm. Right. There's been worse situations, but this one's so strange against human nature. So we're in Bend, Oregon. We're here because our our friends came from the East Coast to be here mm-hmm. and we're going to meet up with them. We're also looking at Bend, Oregon to see if we should we should visit. Uh, move, move right before. Yeah, to, to move right before we came to Bend. Ashley, my fiance, who I'm with, she we're both vaccinated. She had symptoms of Corona. Um so she had like a like a she was coughing blah blah blah. So we're like, all right, we need to go get an at home test because we don't think it's Rona because we're vaccinated. But when you start coughing in front of our friends, we need like the social proof to be like it's not Rona. We did a test. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Say you know. Yes. Say yes. Said Adam. Yes. Yes. Affirmative. Yes. I know what you mean. So we went to go get the at home test on our. So we're driving up from San Francisco to. Bend, Oregon. We got the at-home test, and we're like, "All right, we're just gonna do this in the car, and it'll be negative." They turned out to be positive. 
So my fiance went to a wedding and got Rona, even though she's vaccinated. She has like very mild symptoms and she had like one bad night. And then we went on like a huge hike yesterday. She's fine. But the issue is that all of our friends from the East Coast, they're about two blocks away from us right now, right where I'm sitting. And about 10 of our really good friends. And we haven't been able to see them at all. So we're both in the same. So so what I like is that we've accepted that we're not just going to go outside and do like a very awkward, weird six foot hangout. And they've been like, we're not going to do that either. So we're both basically pretending that the other one is dead. I think everyone, not, everyone's not in the town. That. Everyone's past that type of hangout. I love like that. You're, and you're I totally a, respect that. You are a block apart and you have binoculars and you can see the other person and, and that's right. hanging out. You know what? I, I love them more for not being like, oh, we should go outside to like a brewery and like you'll stand on the other side of the lawn and yell at us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. So, so basically... The problem, the situation we're in now, my our good friends, they're two blocks away. We can't see them because we have Rona. So actually, it's actually worse that our friends are here. And I love them. And many of them will listen to this podcast. And I love them very much. It's actually worse that they're here. Because what's going to happen now is that we both decide that the other group is dead, right? We're not going to do an awkward hangout. But what if we both go to like, so Ashley has the Rona. We're going to like put her in the corner of an outside brewery and I'll like bring her beers. So like, what if we both end up going to a brewery? And see each other, like mm-hmm. today. Like, what if we, what if we fucking see each other? Yeah, what if we fucking see each other? What happens then? So I was gonna text one of my friends and be like, "Hey, this this situation might arise, right? And you've got to help me handle it. Mm-hmm. Like, it is going to be the most awkward situation ever. So not only, so it's actually not only can we not see our friends, it's worse that our friends are here at this point. Hey, and it's worse for them that we're here. Yeah." You're going to have to get a little feedback to hear the music. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Give it to me. With the way we're set up. Fuck, Fuck it. it. Just, just give, give it to me. me. Two hours set up. Okay, Noah. Yeah. So, I'm not going to make you sit through the game that we did before, because once again, we've already done this. This is this is. Look, tape. I already made this joke. I'm going to make the joke again. You guys just saw Patient Zero yeah. on the video. Yeah. Second time making the joke. Is she coming okay, past again? Patient Zero. Rona. Oh, my God. Miss Rona. Oh, my God. Rona. Miss Rona is here. Miss American Rona. My fiance just, just came in, this ro- in, in the room. Miss Yeah, so Rona. I guess I don't have Rona yet. I don't have Rona yet. I guess I don't have any symptoms. So I don't know if that means I'm immune from the vaccine or what. Apparently, like, some people with the vaccine can still get it and some people can't. So guess what? It's really confusing. No, what is our topic today? Our topic today is rare fucking gems. All right? We're going to go into different sick heists, then halftime honey, and then Adam's going to go into how gemstones are formed. Right, so we're going to have this podcast. We're going to do the cool part at first, and then we're going to go into the boring part later is what you're saying. 
Right, that's right. We're going to do the fucking sick heist, and then we're going to go to Adam's boring part. This podcast, par usual, this Millennium Falcon, is sponsored by the Four Sigmatic Coffee. Guys, let me just say it, okay? My friends are two blocks away, and I can't see them right now. So, you know, it can be a little depressing, and when you're a little depressed, you need a little pick-me-up, and that's Four fucking Sigmatic. What does that pick-me-up look like? Ashley said my fiancé was telling me in the car how bad my reads are for Four Sigmatic. <laughs> That's what she was saying. Does it have mushrooms in it? Four Sigmatic has lion's mane. It has chaga. It'll just make you smarter. Make does you it have cordyceps Less in of it? a crash. Yeah. No, it doesn't have cordyceps. It but does. if your friends are close... Oh, it fucking does. It doesn't I, have I fucking forgot. cordyceps in it. The same the fungus ma- that goes out of ants' heads is inside of this mushroom. Or Let me tell you, apparently it makes you immune to the coronavirus. Yeah. Okay? Because I don't have the I don't have Rona yet. My fiance, who I've spent hours in a car with, has Rona. Patient mm-hmm. zero. Also harder nipples and um, more sex. Yeah, that's directly from the CDC. You heard it here <laughs> first. Um, Adam, in begins that don't suck. You have six seconds to tell us everything you need to know. Everything the listener needs to know to enjoy the episode. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, for your second time. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Okay, according to Abidigenes, who created something called Dreamtime. Are you familiar with Aboriginal Dreamtime? Do you know what that is? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really either. But apparently that's how Aborigines consider time in a cycle as opposed to linear, which is pretty what wild you, shit. Wait, 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 what do you what do, can you explain that a little further? That's tight. Yeah. I wish I could explain it a little further. I bet it has something to do okay. with the didgeridoo. The fucking okay, let me just say the Hadza, remember the tribe? We did the remote tribes episode. Mm-hmm. The Hadza, they don't they're a remote tribe in Africa. Mm-hmm. They don't uh keep time like at all. They don't have birthdays. They don't have like years or weeks. They just they just don't care. Yeah, why do we Which is like, really tight. Do you think we keep time as a culture and species just because we're obsessed with measuring things? I think well you need time to have the society that we have. Have a complicated society. To have a very complicated society, you also need time, which makes people fucking miserable. But that's not what this episode is about. Anyway, Adam. so okay, the creator of Dream Time for the Aborigines, he visited Earth on a rainbow. And that rainbow, it turned the rock he stood into an opal. Okay? The, okay. A- the ancient Greeks, they also thought that amethyst, which I showed you before, which I didn't show you again, it's a violet purple rock <laughs> mineral, came from the tears of the god of wine, Dionysus, okay, after he, tried, okay. after he tried to kill a young maiden in a fit of rage, as one does. Yes. There are some Talmudic texts, even, Talmud, Jew, that say that King Solomon... He had a precious emerald that gave him the power to protect himself from negativity. Okay? He didn't get a lot of wealth from it. He didn't get a lot of virgins. He just had an emerald that protected him from negativity. Okay? The a Jew, so a Jew, a, Jew, a Jew had something to protect him from negativity? Yeah. The biggest curse to a Jew, neg- negativity of is, one's own yeah, mind. Is not complaining. Not complaining. Right. <laughs> so he, he had a gemstone to protect his Jewish self from his own complaining. Yes, he had a gemstone to protect his Jewish self from his own fucked up brain. Um, <laughs> That's so tight. It's amazing. Okay, gemstones have started wars. Was it called Four Fucking Sigmatic? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is, Four Sigmatic. That's why you sponsor us. There's the read. Oh, shit. There's a fucking read. Uh, gemstones have inst- it's started wars, Noah. They've inspired myths. They've cost lots of men, lots of dollars in the United States at least. Lots of after-tax dollars because we have to buy them for the women we're going to marry 
Or or maybe Damn, do we ever have to buy them for the women we're gonna marry? So today we take a look at how these amazing gems form and the measures that people will go to steal and protect these precious items. And Noah. Yes, sir. The Millennium Falcon is barely going. <laughs> what is our theme today? <laughs> our theme, our theme today is real thieves exist. Okay. That, <laughs> um, hey, I also wanted to ask: Do you think Aborigine ever had to deal with the fact that their friends are like, I don't know, like a five-minute block walk away and they can't see them? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is, is that not the strangest thing anyone's ever had to deal with? It's pretty fucked up. Okay. Anyway, hey, we're gonna go into. The heists now. These heists are fucking sick. The first, the first heist that I'm gonna go into, I like to call the heist of style, because these guys had an had a ton of style. Um, heist of style. Okay. Heist of style. It's it's New York. Here's what I realized with, with researching this: Danny Ocean like exists. It's a real fucking thing. Do you know that people like literally? There's professional thieves, not like the you know small crime petty thieves. There's like professional. There's a whole industry of professional thieving. That that's what they do. They just professionally thieve stuff. They conduct. Is that crazy? That's real. Professional thievery. Yeah. So for this one, are you talking about like petty petty crimes, like breaking into a car, or something else? No, like fucking Dan, like Danny fucking Ocean, like a con, like a confidence man, and like a like laser cutters and and sick shit like that. No, there's real guys that would rob a casino. There's real fucking dudes that rob shit, and that's what the so there's like this group. I, di- I didn't do much research in this, but there's this group called the Pink Panthers that's supposed to be like this. They're responsible for a lot of the heists that have happened, mm-hmm. and it's like a group of thieves that just fucking rob shit, and they've never and like most of them have never been caught. The Panthers, the Pink Panthers. Um, I'm gonna go into the heist of style, Adam. Yep. Okay, it's New York. It's 1964, at the American Museum of Natural History. There was a humongous blue sapphire on display called the Star of India. It's it's a sapphire. If you guys have ever seen a sapphire, it's like this brilliant blue gem that's pretty expensive for your fiance. Okay, it's this brilliant blue gem. This one is the size of a baseball. It's like a baseball sapphire. It's so sick. Like the um, the mineral itself, because they when they pull it out of the earth, it has all that other gunk on it. But you're talking about the actual like polished cut gemstone so, is the so size Adam, of a baseball welcome, yeah welcome to my section this is my section the sixth section where i talk about thieves your section is the scholastic like how it's pulled out of the earth yeah right yeah super welcome boring to- section no but 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 it, it's refined it like it doesn't look like a just like a, a mineral on like a, a stone it's like mm. a beautiful blue blue baseball okay um awesome it's funny funny enough it's called the star of india um, and it was actually, but it was actually mined in Sri Lanka. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, why is it called the Star you know of these, India? No idea, but that's how these things go, right? It gets mined in Sri Lanka. It later ends up being called the Star of India. It, is it a star sapphire because it's been cut? So there's sapphires that are called stars because they have some sort of crack in it, and it when you reflect light mm-hmm. off it, it looks like a six pointed star. Damn, you actually, you know what? That's that's fucking yeah. good. Yeah, I wonder dude, why. It, I wonder it, why I know so much about gemstones. Wonder wonder why so it's many funny, American you know what's men funny about know so our, much about gemstones. Our, <laughs> why American men? So, you have to to buy a uh, engagement ring. You have to take gemstones a thousand. 
I mean, you really fucking do. My friend literally had to like give me a course. Yeah, because if you don't, you're gonna get taken for such a ride in a gouge for such factory. A fucking ride. And you, for and such you, a even ride. though you do know a little bit about gemstones, the amount that I was ridden during this whole engagement process was disgusting. I honestly had trouble looking at myself in the mirror because I was getting ridden and gouged so hard. Do you want to go into that process? Have, how are we not going to talk process? about this? We have to talk about what do you this. Wanna, I fucking love to talk about it. You need to talk about this. I mean, like, it's literally, fucking like, absurd. I am getting fucking ridden so hard by no, this industry. Just, I, I just, I just, know it. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do about it. It's horrible. Okay, I, I, you obviously know more about this than I do. I don't even know if diamonds are that rare, but they're, but they have made them rare, and they're just like, we are going to take all of your money. And you have to buy it. You have to buy it. You have to buy it. I mean, it. like, if you present your woman with a bad ring, I mean, that is such a... You're, it's not going to happen for you. How the fuck are you... It's, it's the price of entry to get with these girls that are from well-to-do families is what I've been thinking about. Do you know what I mean? It's the price... It is 100% the price of entry. It, that's, it's like, like really it. Pay, it's the, it's, it's it, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, hey, I want to keep going. No, no, no. Whoa, now you want to keep going. It's because you can't see my face that you don't want to go on this tangent with me. No, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can tangent with you. I just, when I, I didn't know there was so much to, to the rings. And it's just, the thing about the diamond is like, it's never ending, right? Like, why would you buy a 1.2 carat when you can buy a 2 carat or a 3 carat or a 4 carat? There's just, there's no end to it. You can spend $100,000 on an engagement ring if you wanted to. That's, well, or you yeah. can spend like 2000 But not only that, but you can also buy bands too. Then the, then they try to sell you the bands. They're like, oh, the band should Here's match the-, the ring. Right. Here's the problem. You can't actually spend 2000 on an engagement ring because that's not enough. You will, your ring it like will suck. Here's the thing. The first, what's the first thing that a girl is gonna do when she gets an, and and women, we love you out there. Okay, I'm just saying. What's the first thing that that someone's gonna do when they get uh, an engagement ring? Take a picture of it and show it to their family and friends. Right, and more so than that, they're gonna compare it to the rings their friends got. Oh, definitely gonna do that. Right. So, look, can I just say my my uh, my two cents for all the men out there that have yet to get engaged? Mm-hmm. I think that the value really lies in the size. Yeah, you went for because straight size. You went for one yeah. big rock. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Big rock. Okay. Here's 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 my my kind theory. Like, okay. Yeah. It's it's it, I call it Noah's theory of di- of diminishing ring return. Yeah. It's because when someone takes a picture of a rock, right? All they see is the size. Mm-hmm. It's hard on a picture to see the clarity or the cut or blah 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 blah, blah right? So really, you want to go size first. Okay, that's what they're gonna look like when you see a picture. You don't go, "Oh, look at look at the clarity," right? They go, "They go, how big is that ring compared to mine?" And there it is. You're welcome. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> so Sarah, Sarah's friend Adrian, Adrian, if you're listening, we love you very much. Congratulations, Adrian. Congratulations on getting engaged. Adrian just got engaged, right? And the ring that she was presented, the size of that rock, honestly, is Holy that the fuck. hope? Is that the fucking hope diamond? Did he steal it? Holy fuck! From like the the I New York fucking the, the Natural History Museum. Oh my god, we fucking caught him! You know what I mean? Like, so oh, how are you caught him? To, how are you? So if you go straight size, then you're going to be comparing rings to family er, to people who have family heirlooms, and they're going to be none you, the wiser. They're not going to know that if, that was from your ATDs after tax dollars. 
Not a I know, but if you're if you're a sucker and you just go you go just no size and for like the beauty of the ring when they take a when they take a photo of it put it on Instagram you're gonna they're gonna be real sad. But it's from the earth, Noah. I just, this one's from the earth, dude. Some industries have benefited from how society has gone, um, you know, and they haven't. It's like they didn't plan for it, but the way the society has gone has really helped them, right? Okay, and one in one such industry is the diamond industry because now. Unlike the past, people can compare rings that their friends got in a second. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. The, the comparison has probably gone off the charts. Okay. So they didn't plan for this, but like it's really fucking helped them. And that's why your ring is so expensive. And you're just like, so, so what I just, just to put it in context, it's like the nicest guitar. The like a guitar signed by Stevie Ray Vaughan, who is like the one of the best blues players. That at at um at some guitar shop, it's this beautiful guitar signed by one of the best guitar players is like like five thousand. It was like four thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and the engagement ring is like way more than that. Yeah. So so you're like, how does this rock? How is this rock worth more than yeah. a brand new, perfect guitar, the best guitar ever made, signed by like the, one of the best guitarists ever made? It's, jaw feel me? Yeah, jaw jaw feel you. I I just what I couldn't stand, and I haven't done the actual pop yet, so I can't reveal too much. Was just how much I was getting raped in the butt during the whole process. I don't know <laughs> how else to describe it during the entire process. And I was like, I know, thank you. Please just have your way and leave. Stop, stop trying to do more. You know what I mean? I just I don't want like, the bands. Please keep the bands. Keep. Keep the $2,000 bands in your pants. I'm good with those. I don't want extra setting. You know, I don't want the insurance, like the insurance from you. Right. It's, right. it's insane. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Anyway, but um, it, it, it is, right? It is the price of entry for these wealthy girls. Sort of. It's not price, wealthy, it's just like price. better off. It's the price of entry. If you want to marry a girl like that. And I love my fiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to buy them a nice ring, or else it's it's not happening for you. Like, um, I she's just here. She's like, I can hear you. I can hear you. <laughs> COVID patient. But like, can you imagine? Honestly, if when you have a daughter, and daughter. you imagine that some dude gives her like a thousand dollar ring, I have a daughter. you'd be like, you'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. So so you're also, although we don't like the system, I mean, you're caught. I would do the same thing. Wait, if he gave wait, if your daughter's your future daughter's future husband gave her a house instead of a ring, would you think that was yes, kind of cool? Good. I think it was really cool, but I also I would think it was really cool, but they don't I mean Ashley didn't want a house. I talked to her, they don't want a house. What they if he gave ring. her a plow or a plot of land or a cow? What about a cow? What about a milk cow? Whatever happened to an oxen okay. or a hey, milk cow? What we were talking, what we were talking about? Okay, there's the Starry Vineyard. There's this huge fucking sapphire. It's in 1964 at the American. It's in New York. Okay, uh-huh. there's these three dudes, three surfer dudes in their 20s. It's fucking Danny Ocean. It's Brad Pitt and George Clooney, basically. Oh, so it's a it te- and they're a team of surfers who rob things. Is that right, dude? It literally is. It is the it is the plot of Point Break, but this is real. Hmm. The other one I'm going to get into is even crazier. It's three surfer dudes who rob shit, real shit, for in their 20s. They're from Miami, okay? The main dude, Jack Murphy, he was a, like a world-class level surfer 
such a good surfer that he, nowadays he would be a pro. They just didn't really have pro surfing back then, but he would be a professional surfer back then. Okay, so this no, is po- this now. is Point Break. What what year is this taking place in? It's literally fucking Point Break. It's 1964. It's a real oh, this story. This must have been the inspiration for Point Break, for sure. Dude, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's what that's what was shocking to me reading about these. I'm like, this is real. Mm-hmm. Like this is fucking Point Break. Yeah. Um, was there also a, a quarterback from from Ohio State there by the name of Johnny Utah? Is he involved yeah. in this process at all? Well, he, does he tackle Jack Murphy on a beach? All, just all lay conference, him fucking Johnny out. Utah. <laughs> I can make it rain out here if I want, Johnny Utah. <laughs> um. All right. So Jack Murphy, the dude we're talking about, the world class level surfer, mm-hmm. the fucking the one, the leader of the three man team that is gonna steal this sapphire. He cut his teeth. Stealing, uh, stealing from Miami mansions, and he was like the secret we- weapon of the crew mm-hmm. because he would steal. They would steal from the Miami mansion, and then uh, on and on, they would go to like this rich island of Miami and steal from the mansions. And then Jack was such a good athlete that he would swim with the shit all the way back to the mainland. That is fucking so, ridiculous. He's kind of just like a ridiculous athlete. Yeah. So like a lot of the cops were like, after this, they're like, these dudes are ridiculous athletes. Right, and therefore like we, the, need like an athlete, we need an athlete from surfer. Ohio State by the name of Johnny Utah. To Johnny come Utah and these guys. Him. Yeah, right. What a fucking movie, honestly. Um, so they, so these three guys, right? Three, three dudes in their twenties, super athletic surfers. They drive up to New York in a pearl white Cadillac convertible. Okay, there's nothing incognito about these dudes. Mm. They were just fucking loud and aggressive. They drive up to New York in a pearl white Cadillac convertible. And they, like, the entire way, they just commit robberies along the journey. So they're, like, to, to, to go to New York to steal this sapphire. So obviously okay. this is pre, very much pre-internet, pre-Instagram. Because now people would be taking selfies with this with Jack Murphy. Right. People would be like, how close can I get to Jack Murphy? Yeah, Jay Murphy. Okay. Once they get to New York, instead of staying in, in a shitty under-the-radar motel... They stay at an NYC penthouse and they throw like humongous parties the entire time they're staying there. Like so like fucking this, like the great Gatsby like like Great Gatsby style parties. It's like fucking great Gatsby. I can't believe this is not a movie. Yeah. I just I just like don't get oh, it. Oh, that's so weird, they, Noah. They, that's so weird that you say that. Because I think that it is a movie. <laughs> it's called Point Break. Starring Keanu yeah, Reeves I, and Gary Busey. So fucking good. Utah, get me two. Give me two. So they're throwing these huge parties. This non-under-the-radar actions, it, ev- it eventually comes back to haunt them. Um, they, they go to the museum where the Star of India is, and they case it. What they see is that the museum is pretty understaffed. There's eight guards, and only one has the duty of shining his flashlight into the gym area, like some old guard. Mm-hmm. Also, this is 1964. The gem, the Star of India, it's been on display for 70 years, and no one has tried to rob it because everyone's a good person back then. Oh yeah. Okay. So they're at the at this national at this museum. They're like they're like people don't rob shit. Wait, we we went o- we went over a little briefly what a star sapphire is and why it's special. Yeah, it's it's because it has like this cut at the top that looks like a star. Yeah, when you shine the light, it looks like a little star. It's it's you know it's a beautiful it's a beautiful stone. Mm-hmm. It really is. So it's been on display seventy years. No one's tried to steal it. The security's very lax. They also noticed that the batteries of it is underneath this glass, and even back then, when you if you would cut into the glass, an alarm would sound. 
So it's underneath this glass that'll generate an alarm. They notice, though, that the batteries of that alarm are corroded. So it's absolute poo security. It's on the fourth floor, and they also see that of the fourth floor room, the windows are like the windows are open. Mm-hmm. And again, this is four stories up, so they're like, no one's gonna be able to get four stories up to get into this open window to get these gems. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the robbers figure it out. They figure out what they're gonna do. On the night they pull up to rob the museum, they don't dress in all black like normal normal robbers would. They dress in like sick Miami surfer boy fashion. Wait, there's and, and, wait, who surfs in Miami? They fucking I'm just shred. Saying, who who shreds? There's no waves in Miami, in Florida. Is there not? No. These dudes, these dudes were supposedly really good surfers from Miami. This dude was like a pro surfer level. Yeah, I don't. I don't that, that's the part that's not matching up to me. I don't think there's any surf in Florida. I think you're fucking. There wrong. is in North Carolina. I think you're fucking wrong. You think I'm fucking wrong? You know what yeah, there is though. There's a lot wrong. of cocaine cowboys. But there's not yeah, a lot of surf. Is. A lot of gators. No, there's a, lot a of white lot of surf. There's a lot of white grouper, but there's not a lot of surf. This dude could shred. Supposedly this dude could fucking shred. He's a pro-level shredder. He's like at the Olympics fucking shredding. If he wasn't if he wasn't nowadays. Okay. Anyway, they dress they dress in sick Miami fashion, Adam. Yeah. And the reason like as Jack Murphy says, mm-hmm. as he said, when dressing to go on a job, you got to have a little flair. If you get arrested and end up on the news, you don't want to look like a schlub. That's fucking awesome, and, and that explains I, why the runners in the Olympics wear that ice. Fuck yeah. Well, because they're going to get arrested? No. Because if they lose, you don't want to lose like a schlub? You don't want to look like an idiot. You want to look You don't want to look like a fucking idiot. Everybody just Dude, wants to look, look good, sick. Look what I just said. Look good, feel good, play good. Okay? And Jack fucking knows that and took that to heart. That that quote pretty much sums him up, right? Yeah, Jack. So to get to, to, get to the fourth f- floor window... They scale a fence, climb up a fire escape, and then slide along a super narrow ledge like the Matrix when he has to go outside. They slide along one of those ledges that's four story, four stories up. Mm-hmm. And Jack said that he scared a bunch of pigeons and he almost fell because he like came around the corner. All these pigeons start flying, like flying off, and he almost fell off a ledge. Mm-hmm. Um, they then they then lowered themselves into the museum with a rope from the fourth floor. Again, these dudes have been stealing for a long time. Mm-hmm. So they're really, really good at breaking into shit. Yeah. Um, they get in, they get into the room where the star of India is. Um, and they just start fucking going. They, they basically, they time cutting into the glass when an airplane is going overhead mm-hmm. so that it stops the sound. But really there's, there's eight security guards and there's only one of their, only one guard's duty is to shine, shine his light in the room every now and then. So they hide, steal some shit, hide, steal some shit, and um, and it fucking works out. They exit the building, okay? And Jack, Jack is like, they get to the ground floor. Jack's holding the climbing rope, okay? And a suitcase with millions of dollars in, in jewels. They didn't just steal the Star of India. They stole a bunch of other shit in that same room. Okay, naturally. Okay? Naturally. They couldn't help themselves. Okay, listen to this. Listen to this. He's walking away from the job with the climbing rope and the suitcase. Mm-hmm. I guess they all dispersed afterward. He's walking away. There's three cops start coming towards him. This is a real story. Three cops start coming towards him. Um, he realizes that they're not there for the robbery. They're just like on a on a routine on a round. So he start he strikes up a conversation with them. He like starts talking to them with the jewels and the rope, and then they just and then they move on. Big Dick Jack. Fucking, 
Big dick fucking Jack. Then instead of instead of going to the pen to the penthouse, like to where he was staying, Big Dick Jack went immediately from the job with the with the suitcase of jewels to see his favorite jazz band play at a club. Okay, this is ridiculous. So, this is not true. Is this no, like, it's fu- yes, it fucking is. Is this what he it, said? It is fucking this is what, true. Is this what he claims is, about the robbery? This is reported by the New York fucking Times. I've never heard of it. So you can suck it. Okay, suck it. This is reported by the New York Times. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. All right? So he goes to the jazz club with the diamonds and the equipment and is just watching his favorite jazz band play. And, like, the reason, as he said, if he was going to get caught, he wanted to party. Okay? Then, finally, Jack goes back to the penthouse. One of the crew had seduced a a, a woman of, of the hotel, a woman that was staying at the hotel. Along the way. I, like, like, while <laughs> they were throwing bangers at the hotel. Oh, okay. Okay, they're... While they're throwing bangers at the hotel, one of them had seduced this woman. They like th- while she's not looking, they put all the jewels into her bags, and they and they all fly back to Miami. So basically, if she's caught at airport security, they it wouldn't be them. Oh, they stuffed all the jewels into her bag. Yeah, how did, I, how did she yeah, not know? Bag. How did she not know about that? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. This seems okay? this seems a little bit like Jack is in prison telling this story to his buddies. Right, but, but I understand it's a, narrative, it's a narrative podcast. Dick. It's a podcast, so you have to embellish the no, story. No, you asswipe. But no, the New York Times reported it. They can go to the jazz club, right, and ask, was there a dude here with a suitcase and a climbing rope? Yeah. Okay. How were they caught? The hotel noticed that at the time of the jewel heist and right after, the dudes that were throwing massive bangers weren't there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how they were caught. Okay. The hotel was like, you know those bangers happening for like two weeks? During this robbery, they somehow they stopped, and then they stopped then after. So they told the police. The police tracked them down and arrested them. And then after helping the police find half of the stolen jewels, they were given a two-year jail sentence. Two? Two years. Let me tell you something. If, if you commit a robbery and you don't hurt anyone, it is a, it is a tap on the wrist. Is it really still? Is it still? It is a fucking tap on the wrist. As long, I mean, as long as you don't hurt anyone, you it it's just not a really big crime. What have we been doing for the last ten years? I mean, if they didn't help them find half the stolen jewels, it would it would have been more. But it was only a two year sentence. Oh, is that wild? They okay. So, but what was the actual evidence that tied them to the crime? So that is circumstantial, right, with the hotel. But what actually got them popped in the pen? Good. Good question. Good question. I'm not totally sure. Is there sure. an answer? No, I I'm sure there is, but fucking not a, no, I don't know. Okay, so Jack Jack Big Dick. I'm more Murph. into the si- you know I me, mean? I'm more into the sizzle. You know, like I just I started you reading this new sizzle. fiction book. Yeah. Let me let me tell you something. I started reading this fiction book and he's so in like he'll spend twenty bu- twenty pages. Actually we're listening to it in the car. He'll spend twenty pages on horses. And then twenty pages on the flintlock of a pistol, and I think to myself, this might be a fiction book that Adam would like. And Definitely. then I and I realize that it's not it's not one that I like because I don't care about the horse. I care about the fucking what's going on with the dude, right? What's going to happen in the story? I don't want to read twenty pages on a flintlock pistol, and that's kind of how I do the podcast, right? Yeah, you I care just, about the, I just tell you, care you about the pulp. I think you care about cool. the meat, the meat and the pulp. I'm a sizzle orange. I'm a sizzle guy. I'm a sizzle you're, guy. Yeah, you're a sizzle, not a details guy. The sizzle guy. No, no, no one's exactly. Ever said that's that exactly about me. how you did the ring. You did it more for sizzle than detail, right? Wow. 
I'm tying Absolutely. it back into that. You've always been sizzle, 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 but sometimes lacking that eye for detail. Do you think there are sizzle guys and detail guys? I, I do. I do. Okay. Hey, this, okay, that, that was, again, that was the heist of style. This heist is, it's known as the diamond vault heist of the century. It's like the, it's the, it's arguably the greatest diamond vault heist ever done. Can I ask another question okay. about the heist of style, please? Yeah, absolutely. So this was the 60s, right? We're talking about 1964? Fuck yeah. How many surfers really were there in the U.S. in 1964? Right. That's why Jack couldn't go pro. How many surfers were there? When did when did the Beach Boys go, let's go surfing now, everybody's learning how? Do you think that was the beginning of surfing? I, I, I think that's a little early, right? That's... Can you can you imagine just going to a six surf break and there be no no one there? So I can't imagine then, in the sixties going to a surf break in Florida because there's no surf breaks in Florida. No, you're a fucking dick. They fucking surf. Let me tell you about life in the sixties, okay? Mm-hmm. In good old when America was fucking crushing it. Yeah. Okay. You could go to a surf break, there'd be no one there. Okay, you could Amazing. go on you could go on any any hike you wanted. There'd be fucking there's just way more hiking and way less development and pollution. Robin okay? you then can you rob can shit. To, have you sex, can rob shit have and get, sex and with get the hotel a, hey, people. Hey, rob shit and give you can rob shit and get a two year jail sentence. Okay, then you can go to Bend, Oregon, and buy a house in the middle of downtown and, and buy a, a castle in the middle of downtown for like a thousand bucks. You know what two years sounds like to me? Two years sounds like that was a pretty good job. Two years is like congratulations. You know, you good jo- job, well no, done. Two, Hi- heist, two years is like, well done. Is like I two years was like I like your style. I like your style. Jack Mehoff. You guys have fucking style, Jack. All right, Adam. The Diamond Vault Heist of the Century. All this is a true story, once again, that I've corroborated with many different sites. Okay? Two fake... It starts off. Two fake diamond jewelers in... So Antwerp has... Is like the diamond district in Antwerp. Like, 80% of the diamonds go through there. Where is Antwerp? I don't know. How, Where and what is Antwerp? I don't, I don't fucking know. Is that, an, okay? is that it's in gotta, America? Is that somewhere in America? Again, I'm a sizzle guy. I'm a sizzle. I think a pod per, personally. I think a podcast is about sizzle. Do you not want to do this one narrative style where it's like, and then the men entered the building, yeah. clip clop clop, clop, and, clop then, and the rain and then, fell, and then, and then you hear sound in the background, <laughs> and then someone's doing like an actor is doing the voices, and you saw the cops on their rounds, rabble 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 rabble, and and they, they turn the bass up on all the voices. Do, 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 do. Yep. No. Now. No. No. I can't even like. No. So anyway. Um. Two, two, the, the two thieves that are pretending to be jewel dealers in Antwerp's Diamond District. Mm-hmm. This heist was four years in the making. Okay. Mm. The main thief, his name is Nota Bartolo. And that's important to remember. Adam, who, what's, what's the main thief's name? Uh, you, the way I heard it from you is Nota Bartolo, but the actual that's fucking name, right. I, actually said, I don't know. Okay. Nota Bartolo, he's in, he's in his early 50s. He's been stealing all of his life. In fact, actually, during the time of this theft, he was so rich that he didn't actually need to steal this. It, but it, he just loves still, stealing. So is this is your thesis at the beginning. Is this still a thing that people are this professional at stealing? Yeah, dude, this fucking, like, just happened. Or is and it... What, and, and Is it like pirates in Burma that just take over your boat? No, no, no. no. This happened at, after 2000... Hold on. This is not less than 30 years ago. We're in the... F- I'm such an asshole. All right, 2003. 2003, okay. This ha- this happened in 2003. Okay. okay, this fucking still happens all the time. You can look it up. There's been the- there's been heists in 2018. This stuff happens a lot. Okay, so this is, po- uh, this is post-point break. This heist. 
Yeah, this is post Point Break. Okay, mm-hmm. he's in his early fifties. He loves stealing. He grew he grew up stealing from like teachers, stealing cars. Oh, that's he just nice. Loves stealing shit. Yeah, yeah, he loves stealing shit. In his yeah, steal from the teacher. That's great. In great person 20s, to steal from. In his twenties, he started studying the ju- he started studying the jewel industry to like to steal from it. And in his thirties, he assembled thieves committing more complex robberies. So he started to like get people with different expertise. Danny fucking Ocean. Just can I just call him Danny Ocean? Yeah, call him Danny Ocean. So so Danny Ocean's at, in his thirties. He started to get like more thieves mm-hmm. or or like more complex. His group became known as the School of Turin. Not sure why it's called that, but that's what it became. His school of like robbers. Like the city in Italy, uh, right? Sure, whatever. Turin, Turin um, the city of, in Italy. Sure, sure. Again, I'm not what a do details you mean, sure. guy. I'm a what do you guy. Mean? Oh, yeah, right. That's right. Again, not a details I guy. don't care. I don't actually care why it's called the school of Turin. What I care is the sizzle involved with it. But that's, right? sometimes the sizzle is in the details, in storytelling. That that would be a detail, detail dude said that. I actually don't. I actually think that the details can be quite boring. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. Um. He, Danny Ocean, the Danny Ocean, he specializes in charm. Okay. So his part of the group is to be the inside man that is getting the inside information. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. And he played the part of the jeweler that was like in the industry. So he's getting all this info from the inside. Um. One day, a dude called him. He gets like a random call, and and he said he said I'll give you a hundred thousand euros if you just tell me. If it's possible to break into this vault, okay, he gets a random call from a dude, gets telling him, "Give you a hundred thousand euros if you tell me if it's possible to break into this specific thing." Okay, mm-hmm. you follow me? So, um, does he get paid either way if he says it's possible or it's not possible? Yeah, he gets paid. He he gets paid either way. He's basically just so he's uh, a consultant. He's a he's a robbery he's consultant. consultant. He's he's consulting. Okay, um, this vault had every security thing imaginable. Okay, it has seismic alarms. So if you like, if you start drilling into it, it'll it'll pop off. It has heat sensors, just like Mission Impossible, where if there's a human being in it, they'll detect it. Um, it has tons of cameras. It even has a magnetic sensor. So if the door is unlatched, is like picks the vault door somehow, it'll sound as well. Mm-hmm. There's armed guards with machine guns that are on the floor above it. Um, it's actually so secure. That Nota Bartolo, the Danny Ocean, mm-hmm. he actually kept his own diamonds that he had already stolen in there. Oh, he kept his own diamonds in the ball. He kept his where own he was fucking diamonds to steal from. He kept his own diamonds in there because he's like, this is a fucking good one. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he took a pen camera. He got he got a like a James Bond pen camera. He snaps. He went. He. The good thing for him about having his goods in there was that he gets access to the vault. Mm-hmm. So he goes in the vault to access the stuff, and he's taking a ton of pictures with a pen camera. And then he tells his client, like, no, you can't steal it. It's impossible. Okay? Then he gets another random call. This is all true. This is a true story. He gets another random call to meet at a, at a warehouse. At the warehouse that he goes to, someone had made an exact copy of the vault. Are you following me? Yeah, I, I'm just trying to think. Why is the mysterious benefactor so motivated to steal from this vault? It's because it oh, was so oh. valuable. No, 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 no. This is part of the story, but no one knows if this is true. This is part of the story. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is fucking part of the fucking story, and it's it's kind of it's crazy, but we don't know if this part is true or not. Is it? Okay? Is it gonna be uh, like the fucking? There's in, a twist inside man where there's Nazi war memorabilia inside the vault. No, there's there's a twist at the end. 
Okay. There's a twist at the fucking end, okay? Again, this is fucking true. Right. Um, so he goes he goes to the warehouse that someone had made an exact, exact copy of the vault. I hate violence, And he's like... Man. I hate violence, man. I, I should have loaded up a tons of Point Break sound clips for this. Uh, why did you not do that? Because we're barely holding on for dear life with our setup right now. Dude, barely. That's something that a details guy should do. It is. I am a details guy, and I would have done it. There's there's too many details. I'm no, maxed out the with truth, details. The, the truth is that we're barely... It was it's two like hours We're literally we're hell holding on to the cliff with our, feet, with our pinky. Fucking, we need fucking Danny Ocean to like show us. Like, listen, Just listen to what happens here. You're like, Damn. So he meets three other people at the warehouse. Um, they all give their fake names. Again, no one really knows who is like who set up the warehouse, who is who has like facilitated this. Okay, there's one intermediary who they call who is like it, they they describe him as a Jewish a Jewish uh, de- uh, dealer of gems. Do they just That's literally how they describe really? him? Did, were they racist about it, or did they say Jew- he was just a Jewish dealer of gems? He was a Jewish dealer of gems. Okay. He's just Jewish. Okay. That's like one of his describing characteristics. Guess what he looks like? Mm-hmm. A Jewish person. He's short and has brown hair. It's probably curly. And a beard. Mm-hmm. Right. And an emerald that so, helps ward off negativity in his pants. Right. And an emerald in his pants. So he meets three other people at the warehouse. Okay. Um, they all give their fake names. These are all pros. Mm-hmm. No one gives the real name. One one dude gives his fake name as the genius. He specializes in getting rid of alarms. The second guy gives his name as the monster, and he's just a humongous dude. He's the muscle. The he's third, literally the muscle. He's the <clears throat> so the first guy specializes in alarms. This is again, this is fucking true. Just you'll you'll see. This is true. It's just fucking crazy. This is true. The first guy is the genius, specializes in alarms. The second guy is the monster. He's just fucking huge. And the third guy is known as the king of keys, and he specializes in. Duplicating keys. Okay? Because for this specific vault to get into it, there was a, a f- like a foot-long humongous key that supposedly can never be duplicated. A foot-long okay. key? There's a foot-long key that they that the guards insert into this vault to open it. Oh, that is so weird. And does it, it, it why is it a foot long and does it look like an actual key? Yeah, it, it literally is the exact same thing as a key. Just blow it up to a foot. So that is what you need to open it. And if you don't have that key, you're screwed. There's no like biometrics you're, or anything. You're fucked. And 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 they and they were and they were like, um, this it's impossible to duplicate this key. But what the king of keys says, he's like, all I need is a video, and I can duplicate it. All right. Um. Here's the here's the catch. No to Bartolo, the Danny Ocean. He wants to bring his lifelong lifelong friend along for the ride, and and he is literally the wild card. He's called he's just called Speedy. We don't ever know his name. We don't know his name still to this day. He's called Speedy. The others on the team, the genius, the monster, and the king of keys, they're pros, and they're like, I don't want fucking Speedy on this job. So Speedy All is right? just like his childhood friend that doesn't have any actual skills. Sp- Speed's his childhood friend that is that has stolen with him before, but he's not at the left. These guys are the fucking gold medalists of stealing. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. and they're not. He's not at their level, right? They're calm, collected. They don't freak out before a job, right? Right. It's like the Jamaican sprinting team of 2016. If we were to join exactly. the Jamaican sprinting team, it is. All right. So here's how he does it. Okay, Friday, February. So. A lot of the info that he gets is that he he like he's the inside man. He has his stuff in the vault. He like 
secretly puts a camera above the vault. He has access to the vault, and they're able to practice on the vault, on the made-up vault, hundreds of times until they get everything right. Mm -hmm. Okay? So the, the critical thing, I guess, here is that if you make a exact copy of something, you can just practice on that so many times that you can actually just fucking do it. But how do they, wait, wait, wait. How do they know it's an exact copy? Where did they get the exact copy? That okay, I, that is a great I don't yeah, you I don't, don't know those know. things. That I, is, I also think that it's really funny that this safe is so high tech. It's got all these lasers. It's got heat sensing, right? But the actual key to open it is still analog. Right. Isn't so that is weird to you? Is that weird to you? It's very weird to me, but they were convinced that this key could not be duplicated. Okay, and some uh, some fucking house, someone made an exact replica without seeing the safe. How could you well, make an well, exact replica well, without actually, seeing it? No. Well, as you'll see, actually, no. Oh. Actually, no, just wait. Okay. Okay, and I agree with you. I have the questions, too. Like, what if they didn't perfectly recreate the vault? So what if they fucked up? Right, that would be, from an engineering perspective, that would be my first qu my first concern. How would right. you know but, how exactly but, to replicate the vault without, without actually using it as a replica? Okay, who wrote who wrote Seven Eves? Remember that book that 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 uh, Gabe would love you. Gabe recommended to me that I hated. Yes, yes, Gabe's favorite sci-fi book that was actually bad. Yeah, what's his name? What's his name? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know what his name is. The, that that author. The reason I don't like him is because his books read like an engineering diagram. Mm hmm. But I don't want an engineering diagram. I want a story. But in this case, you would want an engineering diagram of the safe. No, I no, I know, I know. But like, I'm not gonna go into that, right? I don't, I don't exactly know. Okay. Okay. Anyway, once again, Adam not a Dick, details guy. No, Writer, not a details. Not a details guy. guy. Writer, not a details guy. Okay. Story. Okay. No, no Bartolo. Okay. Story. My friends are two blocks away. I can't see them. No Bartolo goes to the vault. Okay. He covers. He finds the heat sensor. And he covers it. He, like, takes a woman's aerosol container, blocks the camera with his body, and and covers it in, like, women's hairspray. And I guess that's enough to to to, saw, to block it a little bit. So there's not, okay. there's not cameras in the vault? There are cameras, but they had found, like, where they're looking. And he had blocked it with his body and just sprayed this aerosol container onto this heat sensor. Nota Bartolo also, he had made it so that he was going to his vault all the time. Mm -hmm. So, like, th so they were just used to him coming. They weren't, wa no one was watching him. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, then, for the heist, okay, again, we no one really has all of the exact details, but this is what happened. They climb into a neighboring building that has a garden that's adjacent to the diamond vault. Okay, they, they pick the lock. The King of Keys is, like, fucking great at picking lock. They pick the lock. They get in this neighboring building. They find a ladder that's there. They put it onto the... Uh, or they use a ladder they had put there. They put the ladder onto the building of the diamond vault. They climb up, and then they climb up to a window. The genius, the dude who disables alarms, he somehow uses, like, this polyetherine sheet that they all wear... That they're able to go because there's laser motion detectors. They're able to to go into the window, put this sheet over them like the invisibility cloak, and walk past all these sensors. Mm -hmm. And you ask me how does this work? I don't fucking know how it works. Okay, so they're able to walk past all these sensors. Then they descend to the floor that has the vault. Okay, again above them right now are the guards with machine guns. Um. 
They cover all the camera. It's dark. It's pitch. They're working in the pitch dark. They cover the cameras in black trash bags um, so that just mirror that is fucking dark. That was like a big security. I don't get that. Like, they would want it to be light, right? Like, why would they keep that room dark? I'm a little bit confused about where we are in space and time, but you keep going. Yeah, honestly, it's not fucking, it's not fucking important. They get to the, they get to the fucking vault and the key of keys, the king of keys, he's made a replica of that humongous key, okay? Mm hmm. But he, they realize from watching the, the security tape, again, Danny Ocean had put a secret camera right next to the vault and so they were, they were watching tape. The idiot guards had put a, put the key to the vault in a utility room that was like right next to the vault. So they they just they they break into this utility room using using you know common thief break in, and then they and then hanging up in the yeah. utility room is the is the fucking key. Okay, so they had the duplicate key, but then they saw the actual key and they were like, "Let's just get the actual key." Yeah, they're like, "Let's just fucking use the actual key." Actual okay. key. Okay. So they never actually used and the duplicate. Used, so and then they used technique number one called breaking into utility closet. Right. Here's why I read a lot about other, you know, other shit too. Ba- basically, you can't break in somewhere unless there's ineptitude of, of uh, there's just, uh, like there's some kind of ineptitude. Do you know what I mean? And like the the truth is that these guards just aren't paid that much, so they just fucking leave the key in the Who, utility. What's closet. the hierarchy here? Is Danny Ocean the one calling the shots, or is He's it a democracy? The the no, Danny's calling the shots. Mm-hmm. He's the leader. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they use the, guess what? They use the fucking key that was in the utility closet to open the safe. All right? Then, then this is where, this where it gets tricky. The monster, all right? Even though the heat sensor is, is stopped, all right? There's still a heart rate sensor in there that'll sense if someone has, like, if there's a heart rate. All right? And, and breathing. So, I guess he, the monster, had practiced, like, a thousand times in the recreated vault how to slow down his breathing and his heart rate. Isn't that fucking crazy? Where were the guards with the machine guns? They're on the they're on the level above them. No, I don't know why there was no guards on the same level as the vault. They're on the level above them. Like they're they're a level floor above them. above them. Again, like I said, like I said, if 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 the security is perfect on a vault, you can't actually break it. So the into utility it. closet was not with the guards then. It was not behind the guards. It must no. have been in no, the room. No, it was room. literally on the same it was on the same floor as the vault. Oh my god. Okay. So okay, he slows yeah. down his breathing. Slows down his breathing, slows down his heart rate. He then enters into the vault and very carefully he he removes a top panel. Okay? And that top in that top panel, how he knew this, I have no idea. Maybe fucking Danny Ocean brought a sensor in with him one time when he was visiting his stuff. Through that panel is the wiring for all of the sensors. Okay? And he very carefully cuts the correct wires above him. He's really the MVP of this story. Okay? Mm-hmm. He very carefully, with a with meditated heart rate and everything, he cuts the correct wires above him yeah. in the pitch dark. Well, people think that the monster was all brawn, but actually he was <clears throat> brains too. They thought he was all brawn, but actually he's a monster of everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he he cuts the right sens- sensors. Okay, then once the all the sensors are gone, the team comes in, and they go to each safe individually, and they like they like hand drill to not make noise through the locks. Again, the key of king the king of keys is fucking dank at picking locks. It takes six hours with them in the vault, 
and they get to 109 out of the 160 boxes mm-hmm. that were in there. Um, then they get they get fucking out of the building and they go to Noto's apartment. Okay, so this is where it gets interesting. Interesting. They had thought that there. <clears throat> oh my god. They had thought that there was a hundred million dollars worth of diamonds in there, right? Mm-hmm. But when they open like a lot of the lockers, there's there's none of the diamonds that were supposed to be in there. None of them are there. Adam, yeah, Adam's here. Are you fucking there? I'm fucking here. What? Get, keep going. Did you hear what I just I, said? I, I heard what you said. There's no diamonds in there. What's happening? Okay, there's no fucking diamonds in there, and they're and so they're like, what the fuck just happened? So instead of instead of a hundred instead of a hundred million, okay, they have twenty million now. What they think happened is that they were actually set up by the diamond by the dudes who own those diamonds to steal the diamonds, and and then those people would get the insurance diamond insurance back. How much is the insurance on it? I think it's like the whole thing. So basically, these dudes, the diamond dealers, they are going to double their diamonds because they took their own diamonds away, right? They they basically they set up Danny Ocean to to do this, to do this whole this whole thing, right? Then they they secretly remove their diamonds. All right? And then when Danny Ocean commits the robbery, they're going to say that all their diamonds got stolen and get paid the insurance money. So they double all their diamonds. Okay. I get that. Is that what actually okay, so is that what actually was the case? No no one knows. Where no did, one knows. What happened to Danny Ocean? So they fucking they fucking realize that something's a fucking miss. They still have twenty mil, so they split it and they scram. Okay? They still like committed this robbery and they still get twenty million. So it still worked out. So Speedy and Nota Barso, they're driving back to Italy. Okay, that's where they're from originally. They're in a car. Speedy he just starts freak he starts freaking out because he's the wild card and he's like he's like we're going to get fucking caught blah, blah 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 and he's like he's like we need to bury they have a bag of evidence that they used that they need to get rid of and he's like we need to bury the evidence on the side of the road okay so he they go to the, he's freaking out they go to the side of the road Bartolo goes to like find a good place to bury it he comes back and speedy is like throwing the trash he's throwing the trash out of the car he's being the wild card Okay. Are you with me? I I am still with you. Okay. So they Norbertslo is like, what the fuck? If anyone finds any of this trash, we're gonna be found, right? Mm-hmm. So they collect, they collect, they they collect all the things and they drive away. In the morning, a farmer, he finds the trash and calls the police because he thinks that it's like it's these kids that have been harassing him. Okay. And the police completely ignore it. Then he finds more trash. He calls the police back. And he's like, I found more trash, including a note from a diamond bank. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the police are like, fine, we're coming. They, they find it. They match the DNA on the, on the, <clears throat> on the note. Um, then they, they see, like, who was going in the vault all the time. Then they, like, do, like, a DNA trace. They go to Nota Bartolo's apartment. And they find this leftover salami sandwich that he was eating. They match the salami sandwich to the note. And then they catch Nota Barcelo. But, so he's fucking in jail right now. Alright? But they never caught anyone else. They never caught the monster or the king of keys? 
They never caught the monster, the king of keys, or the genius. Holy shit. Yeah, and so Paramount, Paramount Pictures had the rights to this to the story, mm-hmm. uh, and it was supposed to be directed by J.J. Abrams, but they never made it. They didn't. They, it's not Star Trek. <laughs> How fucking sick is that, though? It. I have so many questions about it, but the act, the high level is pretty crazy. But I, I have lots of insane. questions. Well, obviously, I don't fucking know like the de- the the fucking nitty gritty details of the heist. Yeah. Like who? So who? Like, who turned out to be the mysterious benefactor? They never, they never found so out. It's a fucking crazy story. Oh, so the Jew, the the Jew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Jew. They were supposed to meet up with the Jew after the robbery. Guess what? They go to the place to meet him. He was never there. They've never found. What him. was the incentive to meet up with him after the robbery? No idea. So we don't we don't know because we've only caught Danny Ocean. Right, and so Danny Ocean is just saying that this this whole thing was a setup, but no one actually knows. Because one thing about like robberies, jewelry, jewelry thefts, whatever, is that the diamonds are almost the the goods are almost never recovered and they're never found. Oh, really? So, okay. so, so while he says they only got twenty million, they could have gotten the hundred million. Hmm. How do? You, uh, yeah, I wonder. I mean, you have to launder that money pretty good, right? Those diamonds. He's saying he, but he's saying they got you know, they got. It's basically set up by the dudes who own the diamonds to double them. Yeah. Okay, let's do halftime, honey. Let's do a, a little break because I need some water. I bet you do. And then after that, I need some I need some Wawa. We're going to discuss this a little bit more. Okay. Are you, Are you playing, playing music? Yo. Okay, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna raise. I'm gonna raise my coffee. Okay, and this is this is the. I'm gonna raise my four fucking sigmatic. Okay, to Danny fucking Ocean, and like what a fucking robbery. And if his stupid friend, wildcard friend, hadn't have freaked out, then he would he would be home scot free. And it just goes to show that you know if sometimes friends. You know, when they're when they're getting, you know, when they're getting on in age and they're going they they get a little crazy. It's time to cut them. That being said, I absolutely love my friends. that are two blocks away and I can't even see them. So there we go. Lahayam. OK, go on your section. Oh, no, I did not. I, I cheers my coffee because you wouldn't smoke with me. Listener, Adam wouldn't smoke with me. How do you feel about that? It's 9 a.m. That's a long time to be high for. Okay, so now I'm now I'm supposed to get into how minerals are formed after that just right. a bunch of robberies. After I talked about a sick robberies, Danny Ocean, you're going to talk about minerals forming. Noah, how are minerals formed? Uh, details. Details. Okay, so if you... <laughs> there is a, there is a, a quick <laughs> experiment you can do. God, I, this is so weird to talk about this after that. Dude, fucking I just shit. think in my in my story it goes. In my story would go, and the mineral formed. Your story goes, the mineral formed using or by, and then yeah. then four five pages later we're back to the story. Right. 
Now, I'm going to keep this as much sizzle as I can. I'm, I'm going to cut that part. I'm going to go right to diamonds. Okay, what, what, so what Danny Ocean was stealing, right? What is a fucking diamond? Do you know what it is, actually, a diamond? I, no, this is interesting. I don't actually, isn't it like a very, ref, isn't it like a, a very refined quartz? It's 100% carbon. A diamond is carbon in its most concentrated form. It's solely made up of carbon, which is, obviously, it's the same element that's in all living things. That's really cool. Which is really crazy. So carbon is commonly mistaken that diamonds come from coal, right? But coal and diamond both share carbon inside of them. Coal is just very impure. I'm doing impure with air quotes. Coal comes from fungi, plant debris, and other bacteria. But coal is not buried any deeper than two miles from the surface. And diamonds usually are buried very, very deep in the mantle. Okay. So, Okay, right? okay, okay. So so if so if carbon isn't buried deeply, it'll become coal, but if it's very, very, very deep, it can become can become a diamond. Well, it also needs a lot of other parts to the cocktail to become a diamond. I'm just saying that Details. coal is not a part in the process of becoming a diamond. Like you can't take a coal and make a diamond from a coal. Do you know what I'm right. saying? Okay. Yeah, you I, can't I, I see. I see. Okay. But but also also you're saying that diamond takes more pressure, right? It takes more Much pressure. More, it's more just, pressure and it's deeper, right? So coal, you can strip mine for coal or you go down into a coal mine. It's not like you're not going into the center of the earth, into the coal mine. You're going about a mile below the surface to get the coal because it doesn't grow or it doesn't form any deeper than that, really. Right. Where, okay. Whereas diamonds, they form in the mantle. So you got your crust, right? Your crust on the top. And then the layer right. beneath the crust is the mantle. That's where diamonds are formed in that mantle. Okay, and then they, and then they get pushed up, and then they end up in, in exactly. blood diamonds. Exactly. Okay, so how do they get pushed up? Do you know how they get pushed up? Uh, the, the continental plate's moving. They get pushed up, well, sort of. When, lo- when superheated lava, because it's hot, so it wants to rise, right? It's superheated. It makes its way to the surface, and we call it magma when it comes out of the surface, when it comes out of the crust. Sometimes that magma pipeline will carry diamonds up with it, form diamonds. So it's diamonds then get up into a volcano and are blasted out of volcano out of a volcano and are hiding inside of igneous rock. So if you chip away that igneous rock, whoa, whoa, whoa. you can find oh, a diamond. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying that that all diamonds get blasted out of a volcano at some point? Yes, they get blasted out of a volcano or they come out of some sort of magma pipe. Oh, and and they're so fucking hard that the magma can't dissolve them? No, the diamond is crazy because of the properties of a diamond are nuts. Like how hard it is. Wait, hold on. How, yep, how precise it is. Exactly, yep. Wait, magma, like liquid magma. magma. Liquid hot magma. It can't melt a diamond? No, apparently not, because that's how diamonds come to the surface. Because they're not they're not in the crust even. That's why diamonds are special. Because of the crazy properties that they have. Okay. Because how of how they can't melt and how hard how freaking hard they are and how they're actually you can they're easy it's really weird. They're easy to slice somehow. That's why we can make like diamond tip saws and diamond silic diamond silicone, diamond computers and stuff like that. But they're really hard to crush. I don't know I the see. details of that, but that's why they're so important to us. And also okay. because of all the gems, 
Diamonds take billions of years to form. Not millions of years. They take billions of years to form. How does that compare to like a a sapphire or an emerald? Sapphire is like 200 million years, 150 million years. So they take fucking forever to form. Forever to form. And a a sapphire forms in a different way than a diamond. Um, and they're not as deep. I mean, that's why you pay so much for a diamond is because they're built. The diamond that's naturally made is billions of years old and it comes from deep within the earth's core, unlike other gems. Right. I think that one of my friends who bought a a real diamond who I, who I love, he said like, I guess one of the, so now obviously there's, there's, there's fake, there's artificial diamonds and real diamonds. And the, the people that are selling the real diamonds, their pitch now to save their industry is basically, do you want to give someone something that's been made instantly, or something that's, uh, you know, billions of years old that's been made in the earth? That is pretty and crazy. They're saying it is crazy. It is. You have it to is say crazy, that it's crazy. And and it is crazy. And the thing is, when you go to buy an engagement ring, a, a <laughs> no no one can see on the picture whether your diamond was artificial or billions of years old. You know, as, as part of my diamond theory, and also the artificial diamonds are half the price. Well, that's part of the problem. Half. That's part of the problem when you buy it, right? If someone tells you it's from the Earth's core, there's no way. How are you supposed to verify that with them? There's no way. As a, there's no way as a buyer, like you can't tell the difference, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, whoa, whoa, whoa. there's just shown whoa, so much shystiness that you can do when you're selling these gems if you're a jeweler. Oh yeah, because who the fuck would know if it There's was real no or not? There's no customer is going to be able to tell. You can tell them it's billions of years old, and you can tell them it grows in a lab. How long do you think it takes a diamond to grow in a lab? What would be your guess? Yeah. So are you are you getting into how diamonds are lab grown now? Yeah. Well, I'm touching on it really, really quick. I just it's pretty crazy. How long do you think it takes how, to grow a diamond? I have no fucking idea how they do that. How they do it in a lab? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. It's just fucking pressure, right? So they just take pure carbon yeah. and fucking yeah. shock so, it with pressure. Yeah, so the recipe is pretty simple for a diamond. It is pure carbon. That's the only element inside of a diamond. You'll see these other how do you, these other minerals have other things that? going on. So they just have carbon and they inject it into just this crazy pressure environment and that's it. It creates a diamond. Wait, wait, okay, whoa, whoa, stop, stop, stop. How, how do you get pure carbon? Like where do you harvest it from? Yes. I want I wonder I wonder where. I don't know. Dead oh, dead animals. Oh no. Oh no. Limestone? Sizzle dude. Uh-oh, podcast with two sizzlers. It takes 2 weeks to grow that diamond in a lab. 2 weeks. Okay. What do they do? They just put pure carbon inside of Yeah, I was like wa- a I fucking... watched a video of it where a scientist he went through the diamond lab that they had because we're also we're also using diamonds for a lot of other things other than jewelry. Like for science they're important. Right. They're an important mineral. So it looks like it's a apparatus as big as this table I'm at right here. So they're basically as big as a dining room table. And you can look inside and see the carbon kind of coalescing into a diamond. Wow. Yeah. Crazy That's shit. A lot of fire, insane. a lot of so, heat, and a lot of so pressure. But you don't know how they get... So they get pure carbon and just fucking shock it with pressure. Yeah, I wonder where they do harvest the carbon from, right? Like how probably do you make get it, right? harvested carbon? I would. Is it from like limestone or something like that? Like where the animals inside of there or there must be a way easier way to get it i'm sure i don't know maybe they make it themselves but okay cool okay as i was saying that diamonds also have tons of other uses besides jewelry so nano diamonds are now being used to treat cancer which is crazy how because diamonds the one of the things about diamonds is that they are they can be 
cut into this tiny, tiny, tiny particle. They cut the cancer cell and prevent the cancer cell from releasing anti-cancer drugs. So nanodiamonds are crushed up into these anti-cancer treatments, and they help the cancer treatment the treatment stay inside of the cell without getting pushed out. Wow, nanodiamonds. Nanodiamonds. Okay. Also, dentists have diamond tip tools pretty often. Wait, wait, fucking! You're talking about the the functionality of diamonds. Like all drills, yep. oil and gas drills are diamond tipped. All oil and gas drills are diamond tipped, right? Because they can stand so much heat and pressure and be so precise in their cutting. Um, that's crazy about the nano material, nano diamonds that you put into someone. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, diamonds can also tolerate super high voltage computers and. Computers, obviously, if they are in the place of silicone, they're lighter and they're faster with diamonds in them. So there's diamond computers. Because diamonds can shake or they can they can vibrate at such a high frequency. That's why they're also really cool and why we need them. Okay, that's, I didn't realize how many functions they have. So wait, are they the, is it the hardest thing on Earth? I'm going to say yes. It, um, it's a remarkable compound, a diamond. It's fucking crazy that we put that thing on an engagement ring because really, like, it's just like the heart. It could just break through a wall. It is. It Can is you, really weird. But it makes so sense. If you just punch, if you punched a wall with an engagement wing ring, it would just like you you break through the wall. I mean, the diamonds are the diamond would break insanely hard. Um, also, in the audio industry, since diamonds, they're as I was saying, they're so strong, they can be used for light in the same way that they can be used for sound waves. They've because they can vibrate so quickly without breaking. There are diamond speakers that are super durable that you can buy. Diamond speakers? That you can just blast, blast. Okay, so they have un- so they have unlimited functionality besides being on an engagement ring. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's because of the unique property. They're very unique. They can be used for very cool things because they're so hard and precise. Okay. How rare are they actually? I just I mean, how rare is something that takes a billion years to form in the middle well, of the earth? Okay, okay, but what I've heard and what you know from fucking blood diamond, they are they're like the the rarity of diamonds is artificial. Yeah, I mean because we can make them in a lab now. I mean, you know what but, I mean? But even besides even besides that, it's like it's like there's a lot of fucking diamonds. Well, once you find a diamond pipeline or a diamond vein, there are a lot of diamonds and what you're talking about is that the industry is artificially making it so that we have a shortage, therefore jacking up the price, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think there there obviously is a lot of that going on. There there is a ton of that going on. It's still an amazing thing that it takes a billion fucking years to make these. Yeah, I didn't that's crazy. I didn't know it comes out of the earth from magma cuz it's so fucking hard. It's just like you know, it's yeah. wild. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to move on to emeralds. So emeralds are a little bit okay. different. Emeralds have a lot of things going on inside of them. It is not just carbon. It has beryllium and it also has chromium and it has vanadium inside of it. So there's a couple different metals that you need to make an emerald. It's only found this this uh the rare metal beryllium, it's only found in 0.0003% of the earth's crust. So to get all of those things combined together, you need a pretty special place. And that special place turns out to be Colombia, basically. When we were okay, are all emeralds from Colombia? Not all emeralds, but when we were staying there in in Bogota, if you walk to the city center, there's emerald dealers walking around the city center, and I asked one of them to show us what he had, and they it's 
all of them are walking around with these beautiful emeralds. Like the most beautiful gems you've ever seen. It's amazing. That's so tight. How expensive are they? <laughs> bajillion dollars? Yeah, they're probably a bajillion dollars. I mean, there's something about an emerald that's really amazing. That green color is so special. I don't know what it is. It's just fucking crazy. It really got me, honestly. It's it, it was it was the paint it was the pearl. I really needed it. Uh obviously I couldn't afford it. But it it was crazy to see them all selling them. It comes from Colombian black shale. So somehow the black shale in Colombia has a combination of chromium, vanadium, beryllium, and it contains virtually no iron, which is super important. Apparently, if you have iron, iron fucks up the emerald. So then you'll have a shit emerald. Okay, so Colombia has basically perfect emeralds. Yes, so Colombia is a perfect recipe for emeralds. Because other parts of the world, like in India or in Russia or Pakistan, they have emeralds as well, but their emeralds have iron in it, and the green that people want turns into like a blue-green or like kind of a grassy green. It's not like the Wizard of Oz level green. That's fucking sick. Yeah. Okay, so we also have emeralds, but we are not, Shines are not sure why they form in the U.S. It's in North Carolina. It's a North Carolina emerald. Really? Yeah, it's so weird. It's found in a rock called a migmatite. So it's a half metamorphic, half igneous rock. The metamorphic rock, it recrystallizes the igneous rock as an emerald. I was going to go Dude. into a little bit of how crystallization works, but oof. Yeah, oof. I might skip that. <laughs> Woo! Hey, wait, wait, wait. Do, uh, can you synthetically create emeralds as well? Or is there just not an industry for that? I think that it's a little bit harder. I think, I mean, obviously you probably can. It's just a chemi- chemistry experiment. It takes more metals to do it. It's not just carbon. So I think it's a right. little bit of more of a to-do. Uh, do you think that as we get better at synthetic diamonds that the, the market for diamonds will go down? I think we have gotten really good. I mean, you can make a diamond in two weeks. Wait, but but like I a art I mean we have a a artificial diamond is half the cost of a of a real of a real diamond. Mm-hmm. You know, like our diamonds is going to keep going down until you you have to buy an engagement ring of sapphire because the diamond is not expensive enough. Oh, do you have a do you have a little fear of the diamond losing value? Oh my god, how fucking like horrible. You, you bought a diamond at the top of the market? Can you imagine for all the men that have bought diamonds in 20 years if diamonds are worthless? Because we just synthetically just crashes, make them just crashes. The diamond the market crashes and then fucking no one wants a diamond ring anymore. They want like a jade or an emerald and then the same thing fucking happens. Yeah. I, I looked into jade. Apparently jade is like soft. And you can't use emerald. Emerald is so cool, but you can't use it for an engagement ring. So it lacks. So the industry around an emerald is different than it is for a diamond. Yeah. Um... That's fucking that's fucking sick. Did you want to go into crystallization? Let me just like really quickly see if I can do the crystallization in the simplest way possible. Yeah, give us the sizzle of crystallization. Give me the sizzle of crystallization. So if you have a pot of water and you drop in some sugar into the pan, into the not a pan, a pot of water, eventually the sugar dissolves and you won't have any sugar settling on the bottom of the pan. So when you drop sugar in, you know, some of it, it will drop to the bottom or it will dissolve and you won't see it. Okay. Eventually, the sugar will stop dissolving when you drop it in and it will settle on the bottom of the pan. And that's because the water has reached the saturation point of sugar. Like it can't hold any more sugar. 
So therefore, the water and the sugar will be separate, and the sugar will be at the bottom of the pot. And the water on top. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yes. The water would be on top. The sugar would be at the bottom. Like when you're salting like pasta in a pot and there's a pot of water, you can drop salt and you don't really see it. No, it's it, it's when it's when the it's when the water equalizes like the sugar in the water like equalizes yeah. to the sugar in the bottom. Right. So the sh- the water can hold a bunch of sugar, but then at some point it can't. And then, therefore, the sugar it, goes to the bottom of the pan, of the pot. Okay, good. Yeah, I get. Okay. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. So, if you bring the pot to a boil, the level of saturation of the water changes, and you can add more sugar. It will dissolve more. So, if you bring it to a boil, that pot of water, and you add more sugar, it will be dissolved. It won't go to the bottom of the pan because when the water is hot, when the molecules are moving faster, it can hold more sugar. Okay. Okay. Do that part again. Okay, so you have your water with sugar. It's all been dissolved, right? If you turn right. up the heat on the pot, you can add more sugar in because the water can hold more sugar. The saturation level changes when it's hot. I see. Okay, okay, gotcha. Okay, then if you all of a sudden take that pot and you remove it from the stove, when the water right. cools... All of that sugar that you've put into the boiling pot of water, what's it going to do? It's if you cool it, uh, it's gonna it's going to, wow, it's gonna like reform. Yes, exactly. Okay, it's going to come out of the water because the saturation point of the water will go down it's because gone. the water is getting colder, so it can hold right. less sugar. So, so all, what happens then? All of the water that you, all of the sugar that you put in will come out of the water. And if you have a string hanging in the center of the pot with the weight on the bottom, so you're holding the top of the string, the sugar will crystallize on that string. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's that's crystallization. When you, you're basically shocking the water, the water, the the sugar crystals, it comes out of the heat, it gets cold, and the sugar comes out of the water that was holding it, and it okay, comes okay. out in a crystal form. Okay. So yeah, so so it's basically like the reef after something dissolves mm-hmm. into water, mm-hmm. the reformation of that becomes a crystal. Right. The reformation when the temperature around it changes, it comes out in a crystal. Exactly. Okay, that was good. That was good. Okay. I think I hope uh, I think that was something. That was definitely something. That was something. Okay. So with with these US these emeralds in the US, the crazy part about them is we don't know how these rocks in North Carolina got beryllium, chromium, or vanadium in there. We don't know how they got their three metals. Right. Because when we look, well, when scientists look in the rock, they can only find beryllium and they can't find the other two. So we still don't know how the cocktail happened to produce an American emerald. They think that they were brought to the surface, these other metals, with hydrothermal fluid. So instead of magma, you have hot water coming up into in like geysers and stuff like that. There you go. It's fucking wild. It's fucking wild shit. Uh, sapphire, really quick. Okay. By the way, sapphire. Sorry. Do you know sapphire and rubies come from the same, the same mineral? Wait, just a different process. Just no. They just have different levels of impurities in the rock. It's called an impurity, but what it really is is different metals. Ah, but it comes that's from very. Cool. And one's red and one's blue. One's red and one's blue. But they are the same combination of. It's called corundum. Which I I've known I as aluminum oxide, 
but I don't know. Somehow it's changed its name to Corundum. Anyway, so it's Corundum. Corundum. Rund- Grundle. And it's both both of the rubies and the sapphires are aluminum oxide. Um, it is like a diamond in that it comes up from a magma pipeline or a, or a lava pipe. And when a lava pipe has sapphire, it produces many, 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 many sapphires. There you go. Blah. Sorry. That, no, 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 you're good. No, that was, that was fucking good. That was good. Okay. Okay. So there is a little bit about the emeralds and how they form in the different ones. Um, let's okay. do a musical break. And after that, it'll be time for open kimono. Okay. Open crystal. In breath. <laughs> oh, oh my god, god, I hate, I hate a, a big, big in breath. Okay, open kimono. All right, you know, this is the open kimono where we freely talk and discuss our final thoughts on the topic. We have nothing to the imagination. I'll start with my open kimono. I'd okay. say that I know that it's pretty stupid to get a natural rock because it's pretty much half the price, like you were saying, to get an artificial diamond. You can get a much bigger one, and it's actually probably better looking. But it is really cool that diamonds take billions of years to form. The Earth is only 13.6 billion years old. So it's a huge part of the Earth's history that that diamond has been through. It's pretty fucking wild. I find that to be wild. I find it to be crazy. What does your your wallet say, though? What does my wallet say? (laughs) Yeah, what does your wallet say? Does your wallet care that it's a billion years old? No. Does my wallet care? Also, I, I actually do. What, I actually do care a little bit. I find myself. No, let caring. me. T- no, let me tell you what definitely doesn't care: mm-hmm. the her entire family and Instagram. It's a better narrative when you tell them, though. But the your diamonds you get will be twice the size. You could just tell them that it's natural, and they wouldn't know. Just like as if as no. you don't know when the jeweler tells you that. No, you'd have no fucking idea. It is a better story though than it was created in the lab in two weeks. It's all about right, narrative. But at, you know that. Okay, 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 okay. But is the better story, I got you two carrots instead of one? Yeah. Is it the better story? Because that's a story, sizzle that's of a story too. You know what's interesting is that the, that is a, that's a story of sizzle. You and what, your story, it was in the earth, is a story of detail. You know what else I've, I want to share in Open Kimono? This podcast yeah. recording session has been like a diamond. It's been about 13.6 billion right. years. No. And it's been an it's unbelievably been <laughs> complicated process in the middle of the Earth's crust to produce. It's been to record about an hour and a half episode. It's been a five-hour recording session, so it's basically a diamond. There you so go. We basically formed a diamond. There You're you welcome. go, ladies and gentlemen. We made a diamond for you. We made a diamond. Um, my album, Kimono. Uh, Danny Ocean, fucking sick dude. 
created an actual real heist with dudes named the Monster, the Genius, and the King of Keys. And that really happened. And he wouldn't have gotten caught without his stupid wildcard friend, which shows that for wildcard friends, eh, you got to move on, okay? And number two, um, the, heist, the heist of style was fucking sick with the surfer dudes, the, point, the real point break. And I didn't know a diamond came from lava and had so many functions. Bang. Shout out to Sarah. I hope that she gets a beautiful, beautiful ruby or sapphire or emerald and not a diamond because the industry is going down, as we discussed. Guys, you can find us at dude underscore nature at Instagram. If you haven't reviewed the podcast yet, you love the podcast, please do that. We would really appreciate it. It really helps us. Noah? By the way, those of you that have that have reviewed, uh, we they, thank you so much. For some reason, I, iTunes is being weird, and we see that like we have more reviews that aren't like coming in. So Apple Podcasts just updated their systems like two weeks ago. And so I don't know what's happening to the reviews that aren't showing up, but hopefully they will show up. So just keep doing them. Guys, does that make any sense? Guys, I'm so tired, and we'll see you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Thank you. <laughs>